0: Community media is honored to celebrate not only Adams County, but the people who helped make this year special. So join us on our holiday edition of Adams County Unwrapped, where we highlight the outstanding accomplishments of individuals and nonprofits right here in Adams County. This season is all about coming together, showing gratitude and shining a spotlight on those who have made a remarkable impact through the year. So grab some hot cocoa, cozy up, and join us as we unwrap the incredible achievements of our neighbors, friends, and community. This is Adams County Unwrapped. Hi, it's Amy, and thank you again so much for joining us today for Adams County Unwrapped, where I have a very, very special guest director and writer, Bo Brinkman. You most likely recognize him from many of his projects, including the recent Gettysburg, we just celebrated the 30th anniversary of that movie. But Bo Brinkman came back into Gettysburg because he wanted to make magic, and he did so in fact. So today, I welcome Bo Brinkman. Hello. Thank you so much for being here.
1: Yeah, good to be here.
0: It is, and I have some questions for you, and I want to just start off with Tell us who you are, what you've done in your career, and what led you back to Gettysburg.
1: Well, what led me back to Gettysburg was the fact that I made a movie here 30 years ago. uh, And then uh, 10 years later, I made Gods and Generals. So I was very familiar with the area. And I would come back over that period of time over and over again. And um, I uh, just fell in love with the area and the people. And that's why I live here part time.
0: And speaking of love, you brought that full circle back into Gettysburg with your movie that you made here this past January and February.
1: Yes, A Gettysburg Christmas. It's funny how it came about. Um, every, Every time I'd go somewhere and run into people and talk, they would say, when are we gonna make a movie? We need another movie about Gettysburg. And I kept saying, yeah, but we can't do a Civil War movie. They've already been done and they're not making them anymore. They're not very popular and uh, but you know and I just kept thinking about it um, and, and i was also told that you know tourism has gone down a little bit and, and people aren't into the the whole uh, the civil war uh, as much as they were 20 30 years ago um, and so the more I met people and talked, the more I thought, maybe we can do a film here that's a lot lower budget. We don't have $20 million to, to make a film in Gettysburg. Mm-hmm. And then I met Craig Rupp, who had written a little novelette and I fell in love with the title, it's called A Gettysburg Christmas. And in his novelette, it, the male, it was a male lead um, uh, in, in the story. So I took the book and I made it cinematic and I flipped it around to a female lead, and I, I changed the story up. Um, and I thought it would be a good choice to do a Christmas movie for several reasons. One, um, it's the lowest uh, time of the year for tourists. Right. You know, the holiday season, it just does, it's very, very slow in December, mm-hmm. uh, and it gets slower you know, up to Christmas and the new year. And spending a few Christmases here, I was like, this is the best place in the world to spend Christmas. It, it truly it, is. It's such a great place to be during the holidays. And
0: not to sound cliche, but it actually looks like a Christmas movie.
1: It does. And, it is, and, and I just thought, you know, we could do a Christmas movie here. And send it out across the nation like a like a a Christmas card to the nation. And um, you know, I'm hoping to bring in a lot of tourism from this little movie. Um, That's why I took so many locations of the town uh, and created scenes on the on the street and in specific uh, businesses and shops. to give a a, a kind of an overview of what a beautiful town this is and especially during the holidays
0: i didn't know so when you were rewriting this you would walk around and see a place and say
1: that has to be in this movie cozy place a cute shop uh the town square all lit up um, and there
0: are plenty of those oh
1: yeah you were
0: inside lark you were outside the shriver house you walked up and down baltimore you were in the square in front
1: of um, the hotel where Lincoln stayed. Right, and, and, and uh, the Will's house. And also, yes. you know, I chose that bench. I knew I, was gonna, I, I knew I was gonna shoot a scene on the bench with uh, Bruce Boxleitner and Lee Majors a year before I did it because I, I just could envision that park bench, uh, the backdrop being the Lincoln Inn, you know? Yeah. Um, and I was like, and with the tree, and I had the whole idea of, of the snow, snow and everything. So um, all of the scenes that I wrote in Gettysburg were for those specific locations. That's really great. Yeah, it was a lot of fun, it was a lot of fun. Yeah.
0: And another thing that's so great about those locations is you really didn't have to alter or set design the exterior
1: no, almost at all. No, nothing, not really, no. Um,
0: so Gettysburg's a pop-up set
1: ready I'm to go. I'm telling you, it was great. It was, uh, fantastic um and i don't know why i think like um uh, chestnuts i was at the the shriver um, house in front of the shriver house but uh i was at the the christmas festival and i saw that these two guys had roasted chestnuts well, that goes so well with christmas so i hired these guys to come back for the movie so that we could do uh you know a vendor on the street you know uh it's completely
0: authentic because that's just was, what they
1: do yeah yeah and they were in in their period uh, costumes. Uh, so, you know, just uh, just little things like that that we did um, and, and highlighted some of the stores and the restaurants uh, because they were beautiful, you know, um, and that lend themselves to the Christmas holidays, the way they were decorated. So, so yeah. some other
0: remarkable and magical things that you did with this movie is you did use the exterior of the shops, you used interior, you um, are not just highlighting the story, you're highlighting not just the town, you're, you're really highlighting the people, because I know you had hundreds and hundreds of background actors.
1: Absolutely, uh, close to 300, yeah.
0: Come out in the one day. And brave the cold. freezing. And, and we
1: couldn't have done it without them, I mean, you know, and, and that's a very expensive... We had a limited budget and and a short time to shoot this thing and uh without the extras and the help that we got from the locations and uh the the people they they would bring us hot food when we were out at the showers uh, uh orchard yeah and the christmas tree farm the, no no the show, the, the, oh. the the farmhouse that we yes. shot in oh yes, and people were bringing because it was bitterly cold in january and and uh Every day, someone would bring hot food for us between our, our meals that we had contracted them to mm-hmm. cater out. But, you know, it was like a potluck. Uh, every day, uh, every morning, I would hear people in the van going, I wonder what we're gonna get this afternoon, man. You know, people would bring chili and stew and- This community- It was awesome.
0: Really felt like they were a part of this movie and, and the making were. of. Yeah, uh,
1: even leaving their Christmas lights on until February, I thought was wonderful. And the town as well. The town left their Christmas tree up. People loved that. Uh, I know that Chris had mentioned um, to Jill- uh, at Jill Main- Sellers. Jill Sellers at Main Street, Gettysburg. She's like, everyone I talked to told me how much they loved having the lights up a few weeks after Christmas and New Year's Eve. True. Because usually they come down like the first day after New Year's Eve mm-hmm. and all of a sudden it's just like boom you're back in reality. Yeah. But it was nice just to have those lights for a while and just ease out of the holidays rather than it just be like that. Exactly. So, you know, she was asking Jill like could maybe y'all could leave them up for an, a, a week or two? After the first of the year, you know, so,
0: yeah, and that would be
1: neat. I, I would love that. I it?
0: I loved it. And it actually made um, my winter season here much shorter because the time those lights came down post a wrap on February 4th. So they came down probably by February 7th or so. Yeah. You know, you're now ha- the second week of February. Yeah. And then it's March and spring all yeah, of a sudden. Yeah, so I know. It was it great. <laughs> help through that. Um, but I want to touch on not just the people coming out and being extras and, and the wonderful participation of our community, but I want to talk about how this movie was able to be accomplished in what I believe is record time for you. Oh, yeah. 15 days.
1: I've never shot a movie that fast.
0: 15 days from start to finish with the, yep. with the actors in town and the support that you got from some of our um, local communities. So Jill Sellers um, at Main Street Gettysburg, I know. She was an integral part of helping the town.
1: Fantastic, yeah. And and Bonnie? Yes. Carl?
0: Yes, from uh, Destination Gettysburg. Destination Gettysburg, Mm
1: -hmm. were so supportive. From the very beginning, actually from our announcement of wanting to make the film, they organized uh, a lot of people, about 30 or 40 people to come in and hear what we wanted to do. You know, I, I think a lot of people were like, right, you're going to make a movie, you know. Um, but, uh, you know, we had a limited budget, and uh, I had 15 days. So that's why I I walked out every store that we are going to shoot in, and I walked it out, and I did what is called a shot list, and I shot listed everything that we were going to do in that day in that space. You have to, because uh, you can't get there and... and try to guess what you're going to shoot or think of it then you have to have you have to have a, a plan and you have to have a shot list so that the lighting guys know exactly what to do when they get there um and, and the and camera another, department knows what we're doing here's
0: another one get there i was on set the day that you one of the days you were interior of lark mm-hmm. and what is so extraordinary about that really great store right on the square of gettysburg is not only is the aesthetic completely gorgeous again no set design needed at Lark but the floors have a very unique wonderful sound but when you're making a movie that's something else you
1: have to consider that was a tough one
0: yeah but
1: you will never hear it in the film
0: I will tell you it is one of the more unique things that I do love about shopping and being at Lark is that ambiance they provide but back to what you said you walked every single shot um interior, exterior, really gave it a look. So not only you could get the best shot, but so that you could also highlight the town in the best light possible.
1: Absolutely, yeah, yeah. As a matter of fact, the year before we shot, I walked through uh, the Christmas House and Haas into (laughs) the chocolate shop with Matt and uh, Summer, my daughter, uh, and Chris, and we literally read through, step by step, how I was gonna block it out. I wanted to make sure that it worked with the dialogue all the way through the shop and into the, uh, into the, the chocolate store. So it was just stuff like that. We were very, very prepared, you know. And um, you'll see a little unevenness with the, uh, with the snow. I shot in 2021 when we had the big snow, Yeah. I shot all of these drive-by scenes and all of the stuff out the windows, because mm-hmm. I knew I couldn't count on the weather any other time I shot it. Yep. So we still had to do VFX, mm-hmm. but uh, the way it looks is great because we have a lot of snow in the beginning and then a little less snow in in the, in the town, like you know, we're up in the hills and yes. it was snowing and now it's not snowing that much in the, in the town. And then, you know, go out of town, it's snowing a little more, and then we get to the farmhouse and there's snow, but just not a whole lot, you know, yeah. it's not, you know, covered. And, and
0: it does speak to it, it, it snowed and, in And that's town. how it
1: happens anyway. Yeah, it
0: snowed in town one day. It did. But on set location at the farmhouse, we get there, yeah. there would be snow. Oh, that's
1: right, there was snow in the yeah. ground. Yeah. We used that, and then we used a lot of fake snow, and yes. then we used some BFX as well. Yeah. That's CGI, we add snow to the picture, which is very costly.
0: Um, what I love about your set designs, as I said, each one of these uh, businesses that you work, you filmed in, in the interiors and exteriors. At the very beginning of this, you said, this is kind of our postcard to the world from Gettysburg. Yeah, a well,
1: little Christmas card to the, to the country.
0: So if you're somebody like me who just embraces and loves love, and Christmas, here's something I can tell everyone who's watching who's not part of Adams County or Gettysburg, the images that you see, the storefronts and interiors, you can come to Gettysburg and have that exact experience. Absolutely. And that was remarkable for my eyes because sometimes people will write maybe a a holiday film and it's it's faked and they change things and and you, you fall in love with this set But it really really doesn't exist. You you don't
1: recognize it if you were in that town. Not at
0: all. So what you did was actually exactly what you said you did. Postcards from.
1: Yeah. And And we we highlighted even the Christmas festival because I brought my DP out early. Yeah. uh, You know, before we even started shooting just to get what is called B-roll of the Christmas festival, that, so we could, you know, use all of it together in one little movie. And you know.
0: really capture the essence and the heart of Gettysburg. I, I believe it did, yeah. I know Fingers it did. Fingers crossed. I know it did, <laughs> absolutely.
1: A, a lot of films I've been involved in, one of the hardest things was to find extras. Yeah. And that's paying them 70, 50 to $75 a day each. Mm-hmm. Uh, I worked on a film in October before Uh, last year last October in Houston Mm -hmm. and we had a lot of crowd scenes and it was a full-time job getting people in Houston five and a half million people very difficult having you know to pay background Mm -hmm. actors to come in yeah I mean it was very difficult to wrangle all these people for for different scenes and Uh, Yeah, I was never worried about that here, you know, because the whole town was so supportive of the film and the whole idea of it. So uh, we had, uh, uh, we had like, I think uh, over a thousand people that had emailed wanting to be extras. And I'm so sorry for the people that weren't in it. I wish everybody could have been in it, you know. Um, uh, You know, we we did a relighting of the Christmas tree and we had a huge crowd out there. That was wonderful for the Tuba Fest, but we, Oh, we did a relighting during the tube
0: I was there during that. Were you? Yes. Yeah, that
1: was so amazing. It you know. really
0: was. And it's again, I, I keep going back to it, it just speaks to the heart of this town and the community. Yeah, it does. Not Absolutely. just the organization stepping in and, and helping provide the, the insular needs from the town and right. businesses, but each person so happy and warm hearted to be be a part of this town and its authenticity, that they showed up on freezing cold days. We were out there for hours on yep. some days. I remember one day I had a bunch of hand warmers and I was just like passing them out yeah, to, to people. And um, and then at night when we'd wrap, if, if it was a, a certain time of night, you know, we'd always go to different pubs and restaurants in the area that just embraced everyone. And then the extras would come and it felt, and I know this sounds so cliche, it felt so family to make yeah. this movie here and be a part of it.
1: Well, and, and I gotta tell you, it, it felt the same way with me for many reasons. First, um, most of the crew I've been working with for over 20 years. Yeah. Um, and, and they're not just people I work with, they're, all of them are very close friends of mine. Mm-hmm. Uh, all of the actors were friends of mine uh, who I've known for years and years. Uh, Bruce Boxleitner was married to my ex-wife for 18 years, and we share two sons that are half brothers, so he's family. Um, So, so you know, it it was a really—I've never done a movie like this before, where it's just like uh, all your your buddies get together and make a movie, you know. And
0: in 15 days. So (laughs) what that means (laughs) is you really surround yourself by like-minded individuals that have that same vision and want the best outcome for this absolutely not just for themselves no. but for everyone involved everyone involved
1: yeah.
0: that makes it incredibly special to do that so when your the, crew family came here oh. you just connected in and embraced our town family and I can say there is um this is so funny there <laughs> there are some restaurants in town where if I still pop in and out they'll ask hey Are they, how's that person? How's that person? Because some of the actors really um, embraced certain little local diners or restaurants or little pubs and got got used to, and and got to know everyone there. So they became friends. Yeah. It's
1: really cool. And they can't wait to come back for the premiere. Um, I've talked to many of them on the phone uh, in the last few days. Uh, They can't wait. You know, they can't wait to hit the haunts that they were hitting when they were here. Yes. Well,
0: speaking of can't wait, um, this town can't wait. And I know we had a kickoff this last Saturday at Adams County Winery that previewed a white and a red wine celebrating a Gettysburg Christmas. Um, That is how much our town is into it. And I've already walked the square and the Christmas decorations are starting to come out. And the theme is a Gettysburg
1: Christmas. I know, I love it. It's just, it's an honor, really. Uh, yeah, and you know, uh, the, wine, the Adams County Winery, I'd been going there for several years, and what made me think of doing a Christmas wine was, oddly enough, I was at the liquor store the year before, and, and Hallmark came out with a Christmas wine. Oh, wow. And they had like 10 cases up, you know, with a point of purchase up, kind of up front. And um, I went back about a, two weeks later. They're gone. There was like four Five. bottles left, you know. And I thought, golly, you know, people love Christmas and they love Christmas wines. Yep. So I went to Adams County and I, County uh, Winery and I pitched them the idea. And we, over a period of about six or eight months, we uh, developed that wine. Um, I like a, a dry wine. Most people like a sweeter wine. Right. So. We came up with a, a balance of a white and red that I think is amazing. And after the launch on Saturday, there were so many wine drinkers out there. Yes. And the, at the end of the day, the consensus was: sweet dry wine drinkers like the wine, and dry wine uh, drinkers like the wine. Yes. So it's right in the middle of the road, and. Uh, It was a great turnout. They had carriage rides and live music and and food trucks. So what they did, I
0: was there. So Adams County Winery launched the red and the white at Gettysburg Christmas Wine. And some of the different locations that you shot in an exterior came out and did a pop-up booth. I saw the Farnsworth House, the Christmas. Mr. G's. uh, Mr. G's. Um, And then the carriage ride represented the movie as well so there were I spoke to Dan um, who runs Adams County Winery and he said to me in 20 years this was the most people to visit on one day
1: that's what I was that's what I heard yeah and I
0: did try the red and you're right it is the perfect amount of dry with a tinge of sweet
1: Yeah. yeah and
0: when people love being a part of something we so the holidays, Christmas, really does unite people. It does. So you, so you bring that insular, you bring it to Gettysburg, and it's uniting our town. Then you go a step beyond and you create a product that people could take as a, not just um, like a memory, but they can now gift it and say, I was a part of this. Oh, absolutely. I I was in this movie as an extra, or my shop was in this. So it becomes more than a souvenir. It becomes an experiential wine for people because every time they drink it or have it, it's, they remember being a part of it. And if they weren't one of those 300 extras, they met people out they saw where you were they they got to
1: experience the town get to watch people how to make a movie you know like a lot of people came out just to watch yes you know and uh, we had some high school kids that I I got I brought out uh, well Chris actually coordinated it uh, and we would get them behind the camera and you know, my guys are such, they're, the, my crew is so wonderful. They would stop in the middle of everything and explain to these kids what they do, how it's done, and... That is
0: a whole nother it's way wonderful. this movie fed back into the growth of the community. I right. remember the high school kids that came out, and they were there, they were very dedicated. Yeah. Very dedicated, and they showed up, and they... They were remarkable to be able to be around and watch them grow and learn and their wheels spinning with excitement. Absolutely.
1: You know, because I grew up in a small town in Texas Mm -hmm. and uh, to me, making a movie was fantasy world. Right. Because everybody worked in refineries. I was in a blue collar town. Um, You know, the thought of making a film or writing a script or directing a movie, that was fantasy. That was something they do in Hollywood that, you know, it was so far uh, away from any kind of reference that I had growing up, you know, and so I w- embrace every time a kid comes along that's interested to just let them know that, yeah, you can do this if you want to. You want it. Wanna- you know, if you want it, it's yours. You, just because you grow up in a little town Way, way far away from Hollywood doesn't mean that you can't be a filmmaker someday.
0: You didn't just do that with these high school kids. Let me tell you a story that happened in the department I was working in. So I had the honor, such a pleasure, to be a part of this process by working in the wardrobe and helping assist one of your main.
1: You did a great job,
0: actresses. Thank (laughs) you, and. The, um, the individual that uh, ran the wardrobe department also has that same type of connectability back. And uh, we found ourselves going to a certain store right around Gettysburg and procuring like really great clothing or items or belts because you know how the wardrobe can shift and change and, and you just need to... And there were these two girls, both in high school, who worked behind this counter And we were there so much that Rebecca, who ran our wardrobe department, actually invited these girls and they came to the farmhouse when we were doing some of our last scenes. And they showed up in the bitter cold and worked it, worked it, worked it. And that was another opportunity to share a vision um, and and help excite people. Meet them where they're at, which was the clothing, ask, it's as simple as asking, oh, do you have interest in this? Or, yes, I love working here. Yeah,
1: come on come out. Come on
0: out and see what, what could be.
1: You know, um, it was funny. While I was signing wine bottles on Saturday, this woman came up to me and said, I don't think you remember me. I don't expect you to, but I was a teacher. You came to our high school in Hagerstown 22 years ago and talked to the class and invited them all out. It was a drama class in a high school and then invited him out to set. And I said, I vaguely remember that, yes. Uh, and, and I'd forgotten that I arranged for a people mover, mm-hmm. you know, a big 20 little bus, a 20 yeah. person bus. So they'd bring him out to the set of Gods and Generals, and then I would just go up to the actors, like Jeff Daniels, and go, I want you to talk to them. I know you're busy, I don't care, give them five minutes. you know." And he'd walk over there and talk to them for 15 or 20 minutes. And, and I just got uh, everybody that I could that was working that day to go over and talk to them about acting and, and what it's like to you know, be in front of a camera and stuff like mm-hmm. that. And the teacher told me um, that that was one of the, the, the greatest gifts that those kids had because it encouraged them so much to feel like they could do it if they wanted to. They, you know. It doesn't matter that they're in Hagerstown you know, far away from Hollywood. And
0: sometimes that's all it takes, just like you. You were far enough away from Hollywood in a small town that yeah. had no idea this could, could be your world. Another reason, I'm gonna just keep going back to that, why this movie was so important for Gettysburg and, and really created this this united feeling. Just what you talked about, we're in a society today where people are online, behind a screen, yep. Zoom calls. so. To be in the presence and really spend time and look at somebody in the eye and stop oh, yeah. what you're doing and say, it's okay, you're 16, 17, 18. I have time to show you, I have time to just, even if it's a one day mentorship, yeah. that's another reason this movie in Gettysburg is making, did make and will make such an impact moving forward because of the possibilities the connections that it created
1: absolutely I'm telling
0: you there are actors in your movie who are friends with people they met on set oh I know in town
1: yeah Uh, Tom Vera actually um, talked to a class because he's a geologist by trade and uh, he talked to a class uh, online I believe and that's
0: wonderful and he's
1: gone to I think he went to their school at one point when he was here and he's reached out to a lot of the people that he's met and, and actually all of them have, you know.
0: I, I think it's, it's absolutely just, wonderful, I, I keep Well in those contact. are the kind of
1: actors that you know, I love and yes. you know, that's why I'm friends with them, you know, it's because we're all kind of in the same ilk of, you know. I'm you
0: know. telling you, it, it was meeting them and being around your team and your crew, amazing it did absolutely feel like family. And I know when people have the opportunity to see this film, I know we're talking a lot about Gettysburg, but again, your postcard to the world of not just a beautiful, heartfelt message, but the postcards of who we are in Gettysburg and what that brings. I think you're doing exactly what you said, bringing from the the battlefield, interest, interior.
1: Well, that was another thing that was, uh, it, it was interesting. Um, when I asked Dale Gallen to do the painting of the Saks Bridge, I'd taken a picture of the Saks Bridge in the snow in, in 2021. Yep. And I said, here's the picture. I want you to make it Christmas. And he goes, what? And I said, just make it Christmas. You're the artist. Yeah. And so he, that's what he added the sleigh with the Christmas tree in the back. I thought that was so awesome. And, but he asked me, he goes, well, what does this have to do with history? And I said, it has everything to do with history. You know, because he was meaning the Civil War and everything, and I said, because what's gonna happen is people will come here for the holidays and they'll discover the history. Yeah. As did happen with one of our actresses, um, uh, Larissa Dolly. Yes. She came in not knowing anything about Gettysburg, and she, in the four days that she was here, she got totally immersed in the history. She went out to the battleground. She went to the, I mean, everywhere. The visitor center, she got books on it. She sat up late at night reading about the Civil War and she's like, I have got to come back here.
0: So the actors, unlike other ensemble acting uh, groups when you get together and you go to a location and you film, your team really embraced the town.
1: Oh, and- like?
0: wanted to immerse themselves into it again this wasn't this gettysburg isn't a set it's life it's real life and coming here and filming in a real life you can come back in 10 years and you can go to the same places you know oddly enough
1: um the same thing happened when we were shooting gettysburg the movie the same thing happened um from that movie 30 some odd 32 years ago actually or 31 years ago um most of the actors and a lot of the crew have been coming back ever since. Yeah. So many. Uh, Stephen Lang, for one, is a frequent flyer to Gettysburg. You know, uh, but uh, many others as well. Uh, Jeff Daniels and I came back here uh, when we were shooting Gods and Generals. We got in a car and drove down here and went through the battlegrounds. Had dinner at the, uh, lunch at the uh, Dobbin House. Um, you know, it, it, it's a. Infectious, almost, when you're shooting here because it's the town is vibrant at night. You know, there's a lot of places to eat and go and hit the taverns and just
0: and the people are and the, and the people just
1: are so open arms so and so friendly. So you know, it was a big hit with the cast and the crew.
0: So imagine what your movie's going to do for all the viewers who have, I hope so. see it and I'm now hoping,
1: I'm hoping we can get it out there to uh, uh, the rest of the United States and they don't just come for the battlegrounds, but they discover the battlegrounds when they get here. I love that. That way the wife can go shopping at all those cool shops. Yes, yes. And the husband can run around the battlefield.
0: And then at night you have all these amazing eateries. And and little pubs and whatnot to go into. Any final goodbye messages to your many, many fans?
1: I made this movie for Gettysburg. So uh, I hope everybody likes it. (laughs) They were gonna love it.
0: (laughs) I mean, I had an opportunity to see some clips, and it is truly magical. And the ensemble, you mentioned earlier that these are all your friends, and I'm telling you, you can feel the connection through the screen. I can feel it,
1: yeah. I mean, I felt it on set. Yeah. You know, just everybody, it was just such a, the synergy was there with that cast.
0: And placed in in, in the heart of Gettysburg. You really did hit movie magic. I know that sounds cliche, but you did it. (laughs) Well, thank you so much, Bo Brinkman. And you. I am highly anticipating watching this film with all of you out there. Go online to find out where you can watch the movie A Gettysburg Christmas. And of course, Adams County Winery has that wine for you. So go out and enjoy a white or a red in theme of a Gettysburg Christmas. Thanks so much. <laughs>
1: To begin with, I I couldn't wait to be back in Gettysburg. And as soon, as soon as we pulled into the town square, I felt the magic hit and was reconnecting with people right off the street. And I was super excited to bring my partner here for the premiere so he could experience the magic as well.
0: It feels incredible. We got in last night and just seeing the tree in the square, which we will never forget how it was lit up until through February for us. The community, while we were filming, rallied behind us so beautifully. It was something I'd never experienced. And so coming back sort of felt like coming home. I mean, it's amazing. I love the town. Everyone, all of you, were so nice to us when we were
1: shooting here so welcoming, so warm, and it's, it, like, so quaint. What a great town, you know? Quintessential, beautiful, small town, but it's also kind of like a big town. All the people you
0: get in, amazing. I've stopped you to so many places. Hello, everyone. I love you. It's great to be back.
1: Thank you for having us again. Well, my daughter ruined Christmas never apologized, and I've never heard from her again. I'm telling you this is a bad idea.
0: I can't believe I agreed to this. Oh, hey, look, there's Dad. Let's go say hello. Frank, no. Please keep going. Look, look who I got in the back. Hey, Dad. Hope, Denise Kelly, you don't even have a tree. Yeah, I hate Christmas. Who is that?
1: That's my old army buddy Nick. Merry Christmas. Well, I've heard a lot about you too. I believe that you've been horribly disappointed by someone.
0: Did it ever occur to you that I might like my life?
1: You know, there's always more to the story than what you think you see. Listen to your heart. I want this to be a Christmas we'll never forget.